0: Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Good morning. As we begin, we're going to continue our, actually going to wrap up our series this morning called Overcome. In this Overcome series, we've been exploring God's Word. The people that we meet in Scripture who we find out are a lot like us. They've had troubles and hardships and difficulties, those moments when they felt like they were overwhelmed, moments that they felt like they were pressed down, stepped on, sometimes kicked to the side. I don't know if you've ever felt like that before. You know, we probably have all had those moments, whether it's by, because of something we did to ourselves, something someone else did to us, something that happened for us relationally, financially, it's our health. You know, sometimes the things in this world are just overwhelming, And what we find in scripture is that so often God calls us to look up to him. He invites us to look to him. And in his grace, his mercy, and his love, we have a God who is with us. Through all those difficult moments, those challenging moments, those moments that we can be assured that in Jesus we have overcome. Back to our theme verse from Romans 8 speaks to that. let's read these words together from Romans 8. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. More than conquerors through him who loved us. Through Jesus, who gave his life for us at the cross. For Jesus, the one who's victorious over the grave. Well, as we get started this morning, let's kind of get those wheels greased a little bit. Got a little conversation for us here to think on. And here's what I got for you. Name a time when you needed courage. Think about that for just a moment. Time when you needed courage. Now, maybe a time you needed courage was the first time that you are on your bicycle, right? And you got rid of the training wheels. Anybody remember those days? And you're like, you know, you're kind of excited, but you're kind of sweating at the same moment. Mom and dad are probably also kind of excited, but also sweating. Unless they're kind of, you know, it depends on the parent. Like, maybe the dad's like, yeah. You know, and they're just ready to let you just go off. But you know, usually you're like that and you're a little bit wobbly. You're a little bit, you know, need some courage to get going and you're hoping you don't do what? You know, crash. And of course, if you crash, you hopefully get back up again and try it again. It's similar when you're 16, you know, and and the first time you get behind the wheel without like mom or dad sitting next to you. Now, on the one hand, it's kind of cool, right? Mom and dad are not there. They're not going to tell you, you know, slow down, watch out. They're not going to cringe or start praying, dear God. This is so scary, Maybe Mal and Dad need courage at that time. But you know, when you get behind the wheel for the first time, most of us were honest. When we do that without somebody else there, we're excited. But there's also it takes a little courage to actually get out there and drive. You know, put that pedal down and get there in the midst of other cars. You know, times of courage. When do we need some courage? You need some courage. You're the first time I ever jumped off a mountain, I needed courage. You know, jumping off a mountain is called rappelling, just in case you didn't know. And you do that. We, we made rope harnesses. You wrap it all around, make a seat. You're like, yeah, because it's tight. And then you get you at know, the edge of the mountain and, and you look down and the people who are going to help you get down the mountain look like this big. And you're like, ooh. But it's also exciting, right? Even though it's exciting, even though you might take that leap off, you still have to have a little courage to take that leap. Or even when it's start gone skydiving, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I don't know that it ever will, but I haven't done it yet. But it'll take courage to get there to the edge of the plane, have that, you know, parachute. Even if you're going to have somebody else go with you, it's just takes like some courage to do what? To take that leap and jump. And some of those moments we talk about needing courage are fun, they're exciting, but there's also moments where it's terrifying, when life is overwhelming, when we're going to step out into to a new job. You graduated from college, you're going to start a new life and a career. Or you're stepping out as as parents. Or maybe you or a loved one is sick. And you need that courage that, you know what? God is with us. Whatever we're going to face, we know we're not alone. We have a God who has overcome. We have a Savior who is victorious. Those moments of courage. That in Jesus, we know we have conquered all that we face, that we know we are surrounded in his love. Let's pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this amazing day and your amazing grace that we just sang about, that you bless us with an amazing grace and love, Lord, that we know that no matter the tribulations and the hardships, the challenges we face, we are loved by you. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. The year was 1918, November 11th in a railroad station in France. And France, Germany and Great Britain were signing the armistice to bring an end to the war to end all wars, World War I. The war, you know, was signed, the fighting stopped kind of at five o'clock that morning, but it really didn't stop for another six hours. It was actually written into that. At 11 a.m., the fighting would stop. In that six-hour time frame from five to 11, because unlike today where they have you know, mass communication, immediate communication, it took a while for the word to get out. But in that six hours, thousands died. Thousands suffered as they continued to fight. And in some ways, we're living in a similar six-hour kind of time frame of 1918. That is, you know, Jesus is victorious. He has defeated our sins. He has defeated the devil. He's defeated death itself because he walked out of that tomb victorious. Yet we still are at a time when there are casualties. There is pain. There is suffering. There is struggling. Let's read together some of those words that we had just a little earlier from our gospel lesson from John 16.33. Let's read I have told you this so that my peace will be with you. In the world you will have trouble, but cheer up, I have overcome the world. I told you this, that you will have my peace, that my peace will be with you. But in this world you will have what Jesus says? Trouble, hardships, difficulties, challenges. But but here's the truth that we're going to learn from today's word. From this theme that we have been going through in this month of May. Our peace is not the absence of troubles, but in Jesus. But in Jesus and what he has done for us. Think of that for just for a moment. Our peace is not the absence of troubles, but in Jesus and what he has done for us. And what has he done for us? Well, you know, he lived a life that we could not live of perfect obedience. He never sinned. And then he died, taking all of our sin upon himself, the cross you know, taking away all of our sins, died, buried in the tomb three days later, defeated the devil, defeated death, defeated our sins. He is victorious. That's what he's done for us. And he gives us this victory and this peace. But he does tell us that we will have troubles. Now, let's put this text in some context. This part of John, there's several chapters here, is Jesus kind of having this farewell discourse with his followers, with his disciples. You know, getting them ready for the time that he is going to depart. Ultimately, he's going to depart as they see him die and buried in the tomb, but then as he's risen from the grave. But also, too, this Thursday is officially for the church calendar, Ascension Day. And that's the day that we remember and we celebrate that Jesus didn't stay here, just like we confess in the creed, that he ascended, he returned to his Father in heaven. Yet he promises as he prepares to go, this is in the words of Matthew 28, that he is with us always that we are never, ever alone. He's preparing his followers because Jesus knew they were going to face troubles and hardships. They were going to face troubles and hardships, yes, because they followed Jesus, and yes, because they followed him, they were going to be persecuted and picked on and pushed around and sometimes imprisoned and put to death. Sometimes we experience that in our lives today, that because we were followers of Jesus, we felt like we were picked on and pushed around and Maybe not put to death, at least not here, but in other parts of the world they are. But beyond just that, you know, we live in a world that is still broken by sin. I mean, just turn on the news, watch the media. You know, the world is still broken by sin. And Jesus guarantees that we will have these issues. Now, there are some preachers out there that like to make you think that if you have just enough faith, if you believe just enough, nothing bad will ever happen. Everything in life will be good. You'll never have a rainy day to mess up your plans for outdoor worship. You'll never, you know, crash your bicycle and skin your knees or your elbows. Everything will be wonderful if you just believe enough, if you're just good enough. But it's not what Jesus tells us. Let's go back again to those words of Jesus. Let's read those words again from John 16, 33. I have told you this so that my peace will be with you. In the world you will have trouble, but cheer up. I have overcome the world. In this world you will have trouble. Now, the word that Jesus uses here means you know, distress, it means affliction, it means intense trouble. We live in a world that is full of poverty, that is full of pain, that is full of persecution. In, in this world, you know, we face disease, devastation, destruction, and death. We've struggled physically, emotionally, relationally, and spiritually. And we can't escape this, Jesus says, in this life. It's part of what we're going to experience living in this broken world. But Jesus, again, says those words, you know, I told you this so that you will have what? My peace. His peace that Paul says this is beyond any earthly understanding, beyond anything we can fully comprehend, because our peace is not in how nice our day is, how Perfect everything is going for us. Our peace is not, you know, in how much we have. Our peace is in a God who is victorious for us, even over death. Our peace is in our Savior Jesus who is risen from the dead. Let's make sure you're awake. Christ is risen. Risen He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. You guys are awake. All right. We're going to face those troubles I mean, I know, I mean, on the one hand, you want to say, thanks a lot, Jesus. Thanks a lot, Pastor, for telling us that life is going to be full of troubles. Let's be honest, it is. And we've all been there. And over the last 14 months or so, we can say, yeah, we've all been there. It's not been an easy time. But through it all, we've had Jesus with us. He has never abandoned us. He has never pulled away his grace and love from us. He's never, ever stopped loving you. And he says those words, you know, take heart, be of good cheer, take courage, depending on the translation you have. Those words, that that word there is words spoken to someone who is facing hardship. So when we're facing hardship, Jesus says to us, Be of good cheer, take heart. For why I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. To the life he lived, the life that he gave for us, and that because he is the Savior who is victorious, as a risen Savior. Now, the hard part is, is it easy for us to focus on our troubles? Because unless I'm unique, that's what I tend to do, focus on my troubles. And it takes God working in me or God using somebody else to kind of work in me, kind of like a spiritual I am not to say slap it the head, but that sounds kind of harsh. A spiritual kind of encouragement to turn and look upward and to know that I have a God who loves me. A God who is not going to abandon me. That even though I might be facing troubles and might be overwhelmed and feel like I'm being pressed down, I'm not alone. You're not alone. You are loved by your Savior Jesus. And while he promises we're going to face troubles, the promise that he gives us is that he is with us. See, again, let's go back to the point that we have in this text as we wrap up this series. Our peace, our peace is not the absence of troubles, but in Jesus and what he's done for us. And that's profound because we're gonna face troubles even as things are beginning to look better, you know, and the new CDC recommendations and things will continue to change. It all looks better, but we know that while things may look good for a little while, troubles will come. We know through all of it that Jesus, that he is our peace. And what he's done for us is he has made his victory our victory, your victory in the risen Savior Jesus. So here's the the challenge for us as we go forward into this new week. The challenge is this. What troubles can you give over to the care of God? But think about it just for a moment. You know, that might be really easy. because Right now you might have something you're like, God, just take it. But if you're like me, I tend to kind of want to hold on to him and kind of want to wallow a little bit sometimes in my troubles and afflictions and hardships. Sometimes I want some pity. Sometimes I just don't really trust God that he'll take care of him. Yet... That's part of why it's good, as we said at the beginning of the series, read that text in Romans 8. It's a powerful text. It reminds us that no matter what the troubles, no matter what the hardships, no matter what the affliction, the difficulties, we bring it all to God. Bring our troubles to God. For he cares for you. He loves you. And he is with you. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise that you are the God. The God of amazing grace and love. The God who is in your Son, our Savior Jesus, victorious. Lord, why we don't like hardships, we don't like challenges and difficulties and tribulations. We are glad that you were honest with us. That's going to be part of the world we live in. But you're also honest with us as well. That these troubles, they don't define who we are, they don't define our relationship with you. That it's not the absence of these troubles that brings us peace. It is you, Jesus, who is our peace. It's in your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Lord God bless